bum 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 it's the bum bum children bum bum of the beast podcast and we're back we're back the children of the beast podcast episode 10 10 or 11 10 or 11 double digits not 100 percent. i think so i think we're double digits baby yeah yeah yeah. what's up welcome back to the show uh i am your host Andrew, joined here with my big brother, like always, Carlos. How are y'all doing? Hello. We are sitting here drinking the fine... Let's shout out to the beer we're drinking. Yes, yes. It is uh. the fine Oktoberfest out of Astronomy Airworks. It is called Get Your Ass to Marzen because it's a Marzen beer and they're space-themed. And, and I'll tell you one thing. This is a tip of the hat to... Uh, to Matt Brady. To, Matthew Brady. To the brewer. Matthew Brady. Uh, well, there's one other dude. I don't know. While I did get you started drinking beers and such... I've me surpassed you, all of you. Me and you don't often collide in our beer sensibilities. Yeah, true. We usually this have this beer. Taste. We collide. Yeah, we collide. What's delicious? We're in collusion. Colliding. Collusion. Collusion. There's no collusion here. <laughs> there is definitely there's collusion. There's oh, this, this collusion's been going on for years, Senator. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, he's example. You're dumb. So yeah, man. No, but yeah. Uh, well, and see, normally we've been pretty good about doing this every single week. Right. Yeah. But yeah. we run into some extenuating circumstances, man. You know, life happens. Technology fails. Technology. Like, like my phone first, right now is failing. <laughs> it's rebooting. <laughs> His phone's rebooting right now, ladies and gentlemen. So, so yeah, you know, life happened. Uh, we had a technology failure one day. And then there was another day where uh, I think I had a thing. You oh, had no. a thing. Oh, yeah. I had a thing where I canceled. Right. And then the next week, the, comp- the technology canceled us. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, but we're back. We're back. We're hot, committed. We're fired, committed. fired up. Very much so. I'm, I'm ready, you know I'm ready for sober October. I mean, of course, I'm drinking a beer right now, which may seem hypocritical to most of you. Hypocritical? <laughs> and guess what? It is hypocritical. You know hypocritical. why? It's like a hippo. Oh, yeah. I was thinking like hypochondriac. Yeah. Yeah. Because in my mind, it's hypochondriac. <laughs> I got You're my, hypochondriac? And then, and then I was like, hip, hip, hip hop anonymous. I got all confused. Okay, let's move on. Let's quickly, let's move on before we get stuck here. I got all confused for a second there with my hips. Uh, my let's hops. talk about UFC first. Let's get this out of the way. Because oh, there's so much, so much fight talk. But we got to start with the man of the hour. The man Style of the bender. hour. The man of the Style hour bender. is, is Stylebender. 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 And, and, and last night, something very magical happened with Stylebender in my household. My wife and I have running jokes that have to do with movies that we watch, like many couples do, right? Sure. One of them is there's two parts to this, which we can have a conversation with two words and one accent. It's a Russian accent, (laughs) and the two words are crumb and frost. Now, crumb, of course, Borat. Was always talking about his crumb. (laughs) (laughs) It is hilarious to us. You know, like anytime. Did you see this Borat 2 coming out? I can't wait for I it. I can't wait either. Okay. But anytime anybody Very says nice. anything about crumb, even yes. if we're watching like a baking show, we're like, ah, the crumb. You know what I mean? And then there's this other fucking movie, which it's like, I'm addicted to rom-com fucking silly movies, yeah. right? Yeah. One of my heroes is Matthew Matt, Matthew McConaughey. Shout out. I know you're watching my man. And anytime, you're welcome. I work out too, by the way. <laughs> but anyway, so this, this particular Matthew Mack movie, he's an advertising executive who makes a bet to land a client within, so he in in this movie he's the one that sells booze and cars and sports, right? Okay. In the advertising yeah, agency, yeah, yeah. but he's trying to land a diamond thing. And so the boss is like, "Well, you know how to sleep with women, but what do you know about them falling in love with you?" <laughs> okay. Yeah, so they make a bet with the other girls that want to land this account that he can find a woman and get her to fall in love with him in ten days, and thus proving he can sell diamonds because he can sell any woman. 
right? Oh God, okay. The lady that owns the diamond shop, right? The account holder yeah. is this, this old, uh, like, Russian lady that wears wigs and she's, like, fabulous and rich as fuck and everything, right? And so, at some point, a third person gets involved in this, which is that uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter, Kate Hudson. She writes for a magazine, okay, which is called How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, where she gets a guy to fall in love with her and then dumps him within 10 days. She's writing an article about that. Incredible. She doesn't know that she's the bet for the diamond thing. He doesn't know that he's the subject of her story. They get together. They fall in love. Right. So at some point, <laughs> yeah, so at some point when, when they start actually falling in love, she says something about a diamond, right? And, and she goes, what is this? Or her dog or something. He's like, oh, that's her frost. Which is like a little rhinestone collar or something okay. that dog has, right? So then this guy steals it. He's like, Frost, that's it. So he walks into the fucking uh, the pitch meeting with his coworkers and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, I got it. Frost yourself. <laughs> and so then when he says it to the lady that owns the company, because yeah. she has a Russian accent, she says, Frost. Okay. So, so in this house, Frost yourself. Oh All over my car. Okay, so now relate this back to Stylebender. So Stylebender. Beats the fuck out of Costa. <laughs> and what did he do? He frosted his comb all over the corner, bro. <laughs> his comb was frosted all over the corner. And we rejoiced in this house. Sorry, I took a long time to get to that. But that's where we're at, baby. <laughs> Frosting ourselves. I come all over. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? What? The Arnold Schwarzenegger line. Of him getting his pump on all the time and how he oh, comes yeah. over. Very and similar. <laughs> in the same vein. See, now you're, now you're here. Now you're in the here, same vein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're together. We're back. See, this is how it happens. You're this so is like dumb. if Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan oh, no. met each other at the oh. playground and they haven't talked to each other in years, right? And somebody tosses a ball and Andrew's just like... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm bald like MJ. Oh, if so you're in only this scenario, I'm MJ. I feel like I'm Dennis Rodman then with the hair. A little bit, a little right? bit, a little bit. Yeah. But if you're yeah, only so. listening to the audio. No, all joking aside oh, though, the mind. goddamn uh, those leg kicks, bro. Yeah. And, and yeah. I gotta give it up. I mean, Costa I'm gonna, just I'm gonna, sat there I'm and ate them. This one back a little bit to uh, before we started this podcast. I started doing podcasting with you through uh, an old friend of yours at oh. a different podcast. And you guys kind of started getting, you got hype on Izzy right away. He was I've more been hype, hype on, on Izzy. He was more hype on City Kickboxing or whatever. Well, City Kickboxing is a gym that's from. No, what is it? The, the, what's the name of their? It is City Kickboxing. It is City Kickboxing? Yeah. Okay. That was all me. I was the one hyped on Izzy and City Kickboxing. Yeah, but I remember one of the podcasts, the, the, our co-host came in and he's like, do you guys think that's like the best gym in the world? And, and while I, I got to give it up, they're, they're very good. Obviously, the results speak yeah. for themselves. I kind of break it down a little further because I'm biased. And I, I'm a striker. Yeah. I like to strike. And I just don't remember the last time that we had grappling-based dominance the way we have striking-based dominance right now. What do you mean? Like, I, mean I feel like... Because I feel like you can't just be... Like, you can't get away with what Costa tried to get away with, which is what I consider to be the classic trap that a lot of grapplers fall into. Grapplers have a lot of regard for each other, right? And like a wrestler respects a jiu-jitsu yeah. guy and jiu-jitsu yeah. respects... But because they're such good athletes, a lot of the times, a knockout can come easy. Sure. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a difference between knocking out other people that are learning the striking game and then knocking out guys that have 100 fights. Like, easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a, yeah. like, levels. the cliche. There's levels <laughs> to this fucking game. But, I mean, that's what showed yesterday to me. First of all, 
Uh, there is no ailment you can have cupping done on your calves for that is not evident that's for your lower extremity. I don't need to know if it's a plantar fascia right. or the Achilles. Yeah. I know it's leg-related, motherfucker, because I see the cups there. Yeah. So how about don't do that before the fucking... Like, you might as well put a bullseye. He knew exactly where to get you. Right where the cups were. Boom! Got douche! Boom! Boom! It was nine times I counted on the first round. It was a thing of beauty. Nine and he sat there and ate them. And was like, oh, give me a more. Give me a more. No, not only that, but your attitude, buddy. That's that. The whole... His antics in that fight. Do you see the coaches? Before a pre-fight, him they fucked dancing up. around like a fool. They like fucked a up. fool. They fucked up. And that's the thing about it is that I like, well, I like everything about last night's fight. <laughs> I'm fucking kicked out. This is like taking me back to Anderson Silva days, dude. Because yeah, this motherfucker, yeah. the way he handles himself, I like. Now, I'll be the first one to say, not my type of motherfucker. Probably would never <laughs> drink a beer with him. We would never, we don't listen to the same fucking music. We don't, we're not into the same, same shows. Yeah, Nothing, yeah. right? But I like the way that he handles his business because he's fucking up front, you know? Yeah. That, did you watch the press conference? Of course I did. Of course I did. Yeah, man. Like, that was, to me, pound for pound, best press conference I've ever seen. Really? Yes. Wow. Because he was not, he was not braggadocious, but he was confident. He yeah. was humble and he was assertive. I like that. He, I like his, his stance on weight cutting. I despise weight cutting. No, to me, in my ideal promotion, you would stand on the scale prior to the octagon. And you'd be contracted to be that weight for three fucking days until the fight. Sure. Not just this little fucking game yeah, they played. Yeah, yeah. Because That's a good way to get around the whole weight cutting thing. Well, That's actually a great idea. Yeah, here's one thing that, that we don't say, right? The fact that you want to be bigger than your opponent makes you a little bit of a pussy. I understand it's part of the game currently. And that yeah. doesn't mean that you are a pussy. But relying on that, you're taking that, an being, advantage, that's that not, being a yeah. primordial part of your game, maybe you're in the in the wrong game, man. Because guess what? My seven-year-old knows he can beat the three-year-old. You know? Because he's got him by fucking 10 pounds. So, yeah, no, so and like when it's a, different? When, like, and like also, right, when it's a four to five pound weight difference at weigh-ins on fight night, that turns into a, what, 10 to 15 weight pound and, difference? No, well, that and... It's incremental as you go right. up in weight classes. Right. Right. Because if you're a 35er and your opponent cut a lot of weight, he's gonna be 55. Yeah. But if you're a 55er, you could potentially have a 180-pound man yeah. in front of you on fight night. That's not 155. It's not fair. That ain't 155. And they criticize boxing because every three pounds, but maybe, maybe there's something to that. But maybe yeah. that maybe there's something to a couple more weight divisions and restrictions like what the champ said. The champ said. 90% deduction. Fuck you guys. You're playing a game. He's right. Well, Not everybody in MMA is broke. A lot of them are very good at that. No, and the fact so. that he said that immediately following, the, not even just in the press conference, but immediately after the fight, he went up to Dana White and made it a point. Like, you could hear him jabbering to him. And, it was great. It was great. something was great. else that I've talked about in this podcast, right? Which is some of the people he criticized are from his own gym. That's how you fucking do shit, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Not just pointing a car. He didn't say, those pussies at yeah. ATT, yeah. those pussies at Extreme Couture. If, th if that was politics, this yeah. would have never happened. Because no woke person can criticize publicly another woke person. And no right person can criticize another right person publicly. <laughs> they, uh, they might do it in private. But, right. in, in, but in public, nobody can say, you know what? I'm a fucking leftist. In this particular incident, the officer was right. No, that's not something that anyone can have the integrity of saying. And vice versa. Charles Barkley did. Shaq did. I love fucking Charles. <laughs> I love Charles Barkley. Yes. Right? But, but I'm saying it's... No, for sure. You but know, the for minority. The, for the, yeah, for the, the majority. And, yeah. and I just think that, like, for me, 
I want my kids to also, I'm not excluding what we already have, which is what I disagree with, right? Where the righty only fucking sides with the righty and the lefty only sides with the lefty. I want my boys to grow up seeing that it's okay to criticize your side and in fact it shows more strength. And that's what the champ did. Because a lot of the times when these guys argue about pay, scales, and all that, it's like doctors. Well, you know what? Not every doctor shouldn't get sued, man. (laughs) Some of you are hacks. (laughs) And it's the same with fighters. It's like, you know, I get it. I want everybody to get their fair shake and everything. But how about let's go through your record. How many of your wins you came overweight? Yeah. And there are fighters who have done that consistently. And I love when when people have the ready. I'm not that much of a nerd, nor do I have the time on my hands. But I love when people have the fucking statistics about like, well, out of this guy's last fucking seven wins, he was overweight in this many. And not only that, but wins when you came in overweight led to furthering career opportunities. Unquestionably. Unquestionably. And that's been, I mean, that that just happens. That's that's just, that's 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 the environment we're in right now. It's awful. Shit. So, and, and. And he tells the press to watch their fucking P's and Q's. <laughs> you motherfuckers. You, you, you pen warriors. That's so funny. Oh, I loved it, dude. He, it was like the most balanced press conference I've ever seen, dude. He's I, great. I, I He's fucking great. love it. And He's he great. didn't pretend like Costa and everything was cool after that. I like, you know what, dude? I was very disappointed in Costa because. He just what, stood there. No, the attitude, man. Whoa. That's not a, to me, that's not a martial arts The way attitude. he came when out I, to when the I've fight. Been, when I've been inspiring, yeah. and at my shitty, shitty civilian level, <laughs> right? Okay. When I've been inspiring and somebody catches me, I consider it a thing of honor to acknowledge that. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Good shot. And in fact, anybody that's ever sparred me outside of like an actual like serious sparring thing or a competition will tell you, the first person to give you props for landing something on me is me. Because that's on me. If you land it on me, it's on me. In yeah. my mind, yeah. I yeah. let that happen. Okay. Yeah. You're not skilled. Failed. I fucked up. Yeah. The defense failed. You know what I'm saying? And so when I watch Costa take those fucking legs and go, it's so tough. Bro. Oh, and he's already. Are you living the same reality as what we're watching? He wrecks arms. I mean, Stylebender had a good six, seven inches of reach on him. And Stylebender is one of the few fighters who can use his reach effectively. But but the main thing about it, and this is, and, and of course, if you've ever heard me in, in fucking podcasts or in private speak about MMA, you've heard me gripe about goddamn leg kicks and the goddamn jab. And what does this man do? He sets everything up with the most obvious two fucking tools that you have. The leg kick and the jab. The jab keeps him at a distance. Yep. The leg kick compromises his ability to spring forward, yep. whether it's with a strike or with a fucking shot. And guess what? When that guy is not well-versed in both stances and yep. he, that leg gets compromised and he switches, then you know the only thing he's trying to do is shoot. Yep. Now he's going to eat a knee because you know the only thing he's and, got is shooting. Right, and like, right, we watched as by the second round, Paulo was so concerned about taking the leg kicks that he took a head kick. Right, and that's directly due to the amount of work that Izzy's putting to the leg kicks, right? He's having him think every time he's going to pick up his leg, it's going to come slam that leg. Yeah, and it's and, beautiful. It's, and it's let's so not good. just talk it's about so leg kicks. Because, uh, you know, fucking Ken Shamrock used to throw leg kicks in 99, dude, you know? But this motherfucker gives you a myriad of fucking leg kicks. He gives you the oblique yeah. push kick. He gives you the low calf the stomp kick. on the knee. He gives the you the mid the the, that, low, that low calf kick. That's your Achilles. That's yeah. your fucking Achilles. That mid one, it's that's the entire thing. nerve. Sometimes you feel it all the way down yeah. to your big toe. Then you get the one right above the knee. Which can that one has a tendency to buckle you. Well, that's what happened to Cejudo. That happened you know? to Henry Cejudo. And who else just uh, lost the fight because his knee buckled or his foot buckled? Was it Kevin Lee? Mm. Sugar. Sugar Shane. 
Sugar Sean. Oh, Sean. Yes, that's who exactly what I'm thinking of. Sean O'Malley. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. He took that leg kick and his foot went out. And I mean, and, and I always criticize everybody that's fought McGregor because they haven't made him pay. He puts his leg way so out, out there. there. Yeah. But they give him so much respect yeah. elsewhere, which is well earned. I'm not fucking denying <laughs> that. But but I, I don't know how Connor can take a proper leg kick because no one seems to have landed it. Yeah. And I challenge anybody to send me the fucking clip of the goddamn uh, uh, round where they say that he's taking a good leg kick. I've seen every single one of his fights <laughs> waiting Whatever. for that fucking leg kick and it's never come. <laughs> it didn't come from Aldo. I don't want to. A little bit heated. Well, I mean, really nothing came from Aldo. though. Nothing did come from Aldo, man. You said disappointment, heartbreak, <laughs> a lot of bewilderment. <laughs> and a whole lot of frost. <laughs> <laughs> McGregor's like Frost McCrum Dude you gotta stop <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty great Listen, the cha- I, I'm, the, I'm with the champ And the champ Frost <sighs> He did He humped Paulo I know He, he came that all over like, his You know his help Well he's Everybody he's saw Everybody octagon. But everybody saw the hump But they ain't talking about the hump yet Well The frosting's all over the, <laughs> All over the crumb Yeah <laughs> But no one's talking about the hump yet. It's gonna come because that was a that was so. Fucking you know what aggressive. I saw? Style Bender tweet out to this morning. What quote? Blacked. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> well, you know what? It, listen, when it happens, it happens. <laughs> when you talk that much shit, that's and then it. you get destroyed that way. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. So it was. I the, my the, favorite thing about the fight is that someone messaged me telling me that ah uh, Paulo Costa is going to destroy him and I told him nope he's going to swing and he's going to hit air and that's going to be it and, and that's the, what happened and the worst that's thing is what that happened. Paulo didn't even do what got him to the dance nope which should have been a hellacious first three minutes he should have had Izzy backing up. And just like dealing with this raw fucking power. The and he didn't the do that. Like, just too much, too like, quick, too early. That's it. You can't play a finesse game when you're not at a point in your striking where you can finesse. Like, and yeah. he's not. He's a brute. He can he can punch a hole through a wall just like yeah. anybody else he needed in the to high make school that, team, dude. He needed to make that fight into a brawl in, short, uh, in a short area and not a very large range. And it just, he completely failed. Yeah. Uh, trying to, and he had no, it appeared to have no... No second plan of like, okay, this isn't working. Let's move to this. I was like, no, I'm just going to stand here and try to walk him down. And it just, yeah, yeah, never nah, it was, it was, it, never, it was beautiful. It was, as a, as a unabashed style bender oh, fan, beautiful. Since his second fight in the UFC, no, I'm, I'm in, so dude. excited. Like, I'm so, it's, I'm it's, been so excited to watch this rise. It's been so much fun to watch. Yeah, that, there's nothing else. The there. rocket ship. Yeah, last night to me was like that. That. uh that moment where I was and giving it up to Anderson Silva and not getting crazy with the hopping of division talk or anything like that. I like, you gotta that respect too. it. You gotta respect. He wants to play <clears throat> on the division. Yep, yep. There's Cannoneer, there's Hermanson, and then there's really no one unless, by the way, there's no better time to do that. Cause two Oh five is a disaster and heavyweight is thinner than shit. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you're the big boy. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, which is kind of what Anderson had. Right. And when you're out here, cause right. He does say, I'll go fight a light heavyweight. I'll go fight a heavyweight. I mean, yeah, but the way he compared it to Anderson was good. He's like, that's how good. many times did Anderson defend? Well, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. And there's good good fights. There, there are good fights of 85. Yeah. Wait for the right opportunity for everything well, else and to come imagine down. Imagine if someone like, right, like Tyron Woodley were to move up to one. No, man. No. <laughs> for Walter Wade. No. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I like, I like the Darren Till fight again. 
They haven't fought before. Oh, I thought they had fought. No, they no. haven't fought. So I like that, that fight, fight because of the, 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 the yeah. matchup, I think it's interesting. Uh, I still give Izzy the edge at this point. How can uh, you not at this point? I mean, like, I just, I, I feel like with... I know Lionheart's coming back to 85. I wouldn't mind. Is he? See, yeah, yeah, yeah. He already said that the 205 boys are too goddamn big after his last fight. I forget who he just fought. Texera, maybe? Yeah. He fought somebody. Recently. No, it was before. Uh, that was a, last, a recent fight, but it, was, it, was, it wasn't Glover's last but, fight. Uh, but I read it, and he said that he, okay. he's thinking that this motherfucker's are too big. Well, he feels that's interesting, underpowered. Right? I mean, like, I think if, this is a weird name to throw out there, but like, I think if Chris Weidman can make a run at middleweight, he would be an interesting matchup. I disagree. The wrestling. We haven't really seen anyone be able to take Izzy down. Like, right? If, if there's a question. Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing. There's right? the question. The last the last times that Chris Weidman got fucked up seriously was trying to wrestle his way into a striker's yeah. range. Yeah. No, and like, right? That's very likely. Could, and like, you right? Know, like, Chris Weidman is several fights away from even getting close to this type of talk. So it's not like this is going to happen anytime soon. You would have to see an evolved Chris Weidman, which. And, and he's knows? not improving. He's, he has he has not been. He is not better. He is not, not getting any younger. Nope, nope, nope. nope. You know? So. But it was it was it was nice, man. And then the two hundred five fight. I'm glad for. I called Leon. I'm glad for 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 Blakovich. Yeah. I think it's cool. Uh, he's, just so he's just so steady. He's just so steady. He's just so solid. The leg kick, and, the and imprint of the leg on Dominic Reyes. It was great. It was beautiful. Brutal. I mean, brutal. But that only exists in a John Jonesless world. Well, and like right, John Jones tweet last night are great. Him just being like, "Well, this is weird." Well, boo. Well. Mm. Maybe I'll go back and take my belt back. Like, I mean, he's he's kind of playing a great. You got to give it up for John Jones right now. He's kind of playing a great in terms of... I've been of saying that this year. I like the role he settled into. Yeah. Because yeah. he's still being the, the usual unlikable person that he is. But and he's, he's, and he's not trying to it. grandstand for the things that he's doing that are good for the community that he chooses to be in, which is not one that most people would choose to stay in. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have respect for him. Speaking of his community of people who live there, Diego Sanchez. Hot guy. off the presses before the fight, Conor McGregor was talking about him fighting him. And you know what? I think I got to agree with Dana White. He said it best. They would lose their promoter's license if they made that fight. Especially with the way Diego looked. Well, the last two. Yeah. Well, yeah. I bet. Specifically I mean, last night, I, he know, looked horrible. With all due respect, I think Diego... He's a warrior. He's a Spartan man. <laughs> you can't do that many drugs. And be in the game that they're trying to be in. You can be a martial artist, but not competing at that level. He could still be a martial artist and a samurai the rest of his life and go on the path that he wants to be on. But yeah. that ain't going to lead to yeah. world championships, dude. Well, he's let that go. He's talked about that. He's let that idea go. Yeah, but I mean, at this point, that wasn't even an entertaining fight. No. You're I mean, not really showing wasn't. up in shape. Oh, didn't you see his you have, Masvidal knee he threw out there? You, you, have, you have clowns <laughs> training you. He had Stephen Bonner in his corner. Yeah, you know how they hooked up? <laughs> no. Is it through the movement coach? It was through a goddamn ayahuasca trip in the mountains. <laughs> Since the ultimate fighter, oh, no. Diego has been telling fucking Stefan to come out to Albuquerque and meet the devil or whatever the fuck people say that do a lot of mushrooms and shit in the oh, desert. It's DMT. It's not mushrooms. He's doing a lot of DMT. They do anything, man. I don't think they're discriminating. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think they watch Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and they go, let's just see what happens. <laughs> You know, like, okay, that's it. Yeah. There's a lot of doubles. But I saw a thing where they were out there for three days doing like some kind of retreat or something. Damn. So, which is whatever, dude. Like, hey, more power to you, man. If that's going to help you and whatever else, I just don't think that you do that and try to fight the motherfuckers that you're trying to fight. Now, you know what you do, do Diego? Listen to me very carefully. 
have two words for you. They're very beautiful words. I love them very much. Bare knuckle. I'm so in. You've made Bare me convert. I'm so knuckle. in. Knuckle. Diego, Sanchez. listen to yes, me. Diego. Listen to me. Bare, Bare knuckle. knuckle. That's your shit. I hope he sees this in a oh. DMT vision. I hope the spirits open up and it comes to him. And then I'd be like, uh, Joe Rogan came to me in a dream. No, 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 man. It's a knockoff. It was me. <laughs> Different ball, dude. Less than 1% viewership for podcast difference. But anyhow. Are we ready to move on from UFC? Because if so, I have a great little segue we can talk about. Yeah, one stuff. more thing I wanted to say. Last one. Dominic Reyes, man. This is why you don't talk all that shit about like, well, in reality, I beat John Jones. I won that fight. I mean, I give five reps. You're 30. The man that beat you is a year and a half younger than me. I'm old as fuck. You is. That fucking kick. You is. You know why that kick lands? Because your fucking elbow wasn't in the way, you fuck. That's how that kick lands. Yeah. That was a beautiful kick. That was one of the most hellacious <laughs> goddamn so body kicks that doesn't drop somebody. <laughs> I mean, like, dude. You have to imagine it popped a rip. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, it popped something. A hemorrhoid could have even. I mean, like, <laughs> someone's cherrying the non-existent crowd. Unbelievable, bro! <laughs> and the sound of the sound of the hook that that is yeah. used to drop uh, Costa too, because there's no fucking people. Right. There's, some of those sounds are just like amazing. Man. I loved Izzy's comments talking about how it was way better not dealing yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. fan mob. And I was like, That's yes, what I'm correct. He, everything he uh, said, dude. I was uh, in. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm in, dude. Like that, that's it. That's a chance. It's a goddamn chance. It's tremendous. Well, speaking that you are the knockoff Joe Rogan, who is Mormon, right? You are Mormon. We do need to bring this back up. You are a Mormon Joe Rogan. Um, did you see that Spotify employees are all in a tizzy over Joe Rogan? I did. I did. And his, uh, his friendships with Alex Jones, Milo Yiannopoulos, Gavin McInnes, Stephen Molyneux. Well, well Molyneux. Um, the Weinstein brothers. I think it's ridiculous, of course. And what I challenge all those pussies to do is to have a fucking uh, memorandum, release some kind of a fucking uh, circular of some sort that explains why you didn't make these demands before the deal happened. Because certainly, because it was above their heads. Certainly, because it was a above lot their heads, of Carlos. them knew it was above a their heads, Carlos. It was above their heads. They couldn't do it. What do you mean? They're just employees. I listen. It was a rumor going around the water cooler, and the next thing they know, Rogan, big bad scary Joe Rogan, he's gonna force them all to hunt and eat meat. Uh, and by the way, <laughs> by the way, don't give a shit what your pronoun is. I don't need it in your commercials. I don't need it for banking. I don't need it for my pool guy. I don't give a fuck what your pronoun is. As a matter of fact, when somebody tells me their name, I don't go. Well, I refuse to call you by that name till I see your birth certificate. If you tell me your name is Mikey P, I call you Mikey P. If you, don't you tell think, me you're a woman, you don't I don't f- give a fuck. I'll call you a goddamn woman. You tell me you're a man, I'll call you that. You don't think, but, but I don't home. need that in your introduction and in your fucking commercials. But don't you? Because that's not the real world. That's your tiny little insulated tech bubble where you pretend because you have access to the fucking technology that you can shape the fucking conversation. Fuck you. But don't you think in a remote era it is necessary? Absolutely not. Less than one percent of the population. No, no, 
No. And also, not until they're willing to talk about the psychological disorders that are undoubtedly associated with a lot of those fucking choices. I'm asked in all my classes to put my pronouns in our Zoom calls. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Nope. A man's born with a dick. A woman's born with a yeah, vagina. Yeah, but someone wants to identify. Who cares? They should be getting I know. Care. I agree. But I also don't need that put in a fucking commercial. This is, this is a Zim Zim. Zim Zim, their pronoun is them and Representation. Theirs. Fuck your representation. <laughs> no. No. This is, again, we're talking about less than 1% of the population. Fuck all of that. How, what are what you? What do you think of uh, Caster, I don't know her last name, Samaya? Samaya? The, uh, the runner. Have you, have you heard anything about this case? No, but I will look into She's it. She's an Olympic runner who... The IOC has tested her to have above, uh, above, because right, the IOC has a testosterone limit that you cannot exceed if you're competing as a woman. Again, and does 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 this human being have a male reproductive organ or female reproductive organ? I believe she has female reproductive. Then organ, that's where but, the conversation ends for me. But I also believe, and now this just could be propaganda against her. But I also believe I remember reading that she has some sort of intersex condition as well. That's fine. That's listen. Here's the bottom line. But hold on, let me finish. So right, she had a ruling called against her because the testosterone in her body was too high that she needs to be on some sort of testosterone reduction. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit because the same fucking people are saying that it's okay to give six year old fucking the same goddamn hormones. Uh, maybe not the same exact people, but people who are definitely in the same camp. Lined definitely up. Definitely same camp. Lined for up sure. people. Definitely the same camp. No, that's this is this is some silly shit. <laughs> this is like. Listen. What do you do for high schoolers what who want to compete in sports that are separated by gender, who feel that they are trans? I don't care what you feel. No. I, I, I feel a lot of things. What what you feel and what realities are two different things, especially at that age. Well, what, po- what policy is, it seems to be, right, is that they are allowed to compete in whatever gender they identify with. At least in certain states, because I know this has been an issue. Not an issue, but this just has been happening in certain states where there are transgender athletes well, competing. And, and, in, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you another thing. That's probably going to be less popular than everything I've said on this topic so far. <laughs> so gear up. <laughs> Strap in. I'm okay with a woman doing it. A man's not allowed to. You're a fucking pussy. You want to you wanna wrestle with a girl's tough man? Fuck you. If a girl is strong enough and game enough, fuck yeah, dude. Let her. If a chick wants to win the U.S. Open in men's golf and can... There is zero you can say to argue about it other than being an insecure man that got beat by a woman. Sure. That's it. That's There's no other fucking if and. But if you're a man who wants to go into the LPGA to outdrive them, that's bullshit. But that's not, I mean, right? They make the argument that that's not their intention. No, no, their intention I, I, is that I they no, no, no. want well, to identify well, with what makes me feel but more natural. But here's and I still love the sport and I would like to compete at a high level because I am talented at it. Listen, in our justice system, we don't take the perpetrator's intention as to why they did something or didn't do something. So you know what, dude? Yeah, but sports I, and the justice system is don't different. Don't give a fuck yeah. about your intention. You're a, if you're a man, compete with men. You want to wear a dress and a wig and tuck in your wiener while you do it? Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. But you're a man and right, you compete with men. But, but transgenderism is more than, as you said, tucking their wiener and dressing as close. Which leads me, thank you for bringing that up as a matter of fact. Sure. I appreciate that. You know what? Because it seems like your plate is plenty full. 
shouldn't you figure this out first? Or maybe it's not. And then now I want to be in the ATP and play tennis versus Serena. Maybe they've gone to a spot where they are comfortable in their new gender identity and they decided they want to compete in sports. Yes, but maybe there has to be a way to evaluate that that is not just solely based on their word. But other sports don't have to, but other athletes don't have to do that in sports. They don't have to justify their mental health to perform in a sport. No, but they're not trying to convince you that their gender is different from what their assigned gender by birth is. So there's a different hurdle. Everyone's life is different. Everyone's challenges are different. So if you're trying to make exclusions for that type of treatment, then you need to understand why the exclusion needs to be made. And you need to be malleable to a compromising of both things. But that's a problem. Is you want to trample over everything. Sure. Not you. I'm saying, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm being the stand-in but, for the argument. Yeah, I understand. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They want to trample over all the norms over a very small minority. That's also not fair. Listen, I have no problem. I tell you this. I've said, I've said this before. I have never. You're my brother. Yeah. Right? I accurate, have never. I, I don't have conversations with you about girls that I fucked before my wife and how I fucked them and what I did to them <laughs> and what they did to me. So if like I don't want to. So, okay. But here's the thing. If, if I'm in a, I've been at a table with a gay person starts talking like that for shock value. And if I say something, I'm a homophobe. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think the person that's calling you a homophobe is just not being fair in the argument though, right? Like I Well, yeah, but they don't have to be. Fairness well, because they're the ones that have been unfair too. That's the whole point. That's why I don't subscribe to any of it because it's like, if you're going to come to me with a rational dialogue, that's fine. But if you're going to pretend that because we have well, right, an animated like, dialogue, now you feel threatened and therefore that represents me as something that I'm not, you can go fuck your mom. Well, right, and I feel like the rational argument, at least regarding sports is right like that. There are inherent differences genetically, and no one else is penalized. But because they're transgender, they're being penalized for well, their well, listen, genetic differences. That that would be one of the challenges I would put to the little Spotify fucking lynch mob. <laughs> what do you guys think of Fallon Fox? Should he be fighting ladies? Do you have sisters? Would you want him fighting your sister? So I think Fallon Fox is a good example, but I also think Fallon Fox is used as a straw man because right, Fallon Fox was never at the UFC level. Let's not like let's be real. She was a regional MMA fighter who should, who was I mean lying, who was cheating, who shouldn't have been doing what she was doing. But she's the one example that you can point to, and it's like, well, yeah, no, duh, that's kind of a slam dunk case. But I know, someone, but I want, I want. That's the whole thing, though, is that at some point, the only way to find a middle ground with people that are unreasonable is by posing something to them so preposterous that their disagreement sure. with it just shows that they're not to be taken seriously because they have an, a maturity a maturity deficit to be able to deal with the reality of opposition. Well, Carlos, don't you know everybody is special and everyone's opinion is valued and matters? No, that, well, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. You know? I mean, I challenge them to go get a fucking mortgage based on their opinion. I challenge them to go get their next iPhone at the Apple store Carlos, with the other woke kid. Carlos, don't you know everyone should vote because everyone's opinion matters? Everyone, everyone, everyone. I'm sorry. I have an unpopular opinion. Can I spread? Can I share my unpopular opinion? This is weird because normally you don't have a. Oh, I have an unpopular opinion. opinion. If you need social media, if you need Instagram, if you need your phone telling you, "Hey, you should register to go vote." I don't want you voting. You shouldn't fucking vote. That tells me you're not informed. You don't even care about how the vote works. Like, just stop. Just stop. 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 If you're posting on your Instagram social media about, ah, get out to vote. Ah, bah, well, bah, bah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you and double down. I'll tell, you, <laughs> I'll tell you another thing. I think that in the year 2020, 
A 100% allegiance to either political party makes you a moron. I think the vast majority of people agree with you. You know, I, you're a moron. And I'll tell you another At least thing. I hope. And I'll tell you At another thing. At least I thing. hope. And I'll tell you another thing. If you vote Republican for any reason other than fiscal, you're also a moron. Now, my I Catholic, don't like the Democrats. I don't like the Democrats. Values. I will not vote but for a fucking moral Democrat t- today. However, if you're voting Republican and you're not a millionaire, you're a moron. You're hoping one day you win the lottery. Probably not doing anything <laughs> to make your actual money, but you're a moron. Unless right. you benefit fiscally from it. You're a fucking idiot. Well, right. And the argument is like, right, you're voting for the party of small government. And it is very clear that neither the Republicans nor the Democrats give any zero shits about trying to be a party of small government. So I agree with you. I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is that by all means, take up a cause. By all means, mobilize him, however, however it is. But don't do it because you're getting baited by morons. I'm sure there's a cause near near every American. I'll tell you this. I believe there is at least one cause near and dear to the heart of every single American man and woman that they could dedicate that energy onto and be more fulfilled as a human being and therefore a better fucking American. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be the game of justifying versus accusing because all they're doing is justifying their shortcomings on their side while accusing the the other side of shit. And what's the other side doing? The The same same goddamn shit. The same. The same goddamn shit. You know? That's what I was saying about uh, about the. I mean, all this stuff about defunding the police and all that shit. You know, now now you're hearing about people that in California. When shit started hitting the fan, all of a sudden anti-gun wives were urging their husbands, Not now we need a gun. Well, I mean, there's a gun shortage across America. There is an ammo shortage across America. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we should have, like, if we're really going to get authoritarian, I would like for it to start with all the public statements of people and, and their contradictions. Let's find the contradictions first and penalize them. And, and let's shame those fucking people. Hey, sir, you said, you said... I mean, I just saw a thing on Facebook the other day. Some fucking chicken head mom. Well, she gets back from uh, the, the... Well, that's what you get for being on Facebook for longer than a minute or two. Well, I no, I mean... I, well, first of all, everything I find on one, I find across all three platforms. Really? Oh, yeah. 100%. In my age group, 100%. Well, okay. I feel like that speaks to your age group. 100%. 100%. But the point is that this is a, a mom who, who virtue signals as an anti-vaxxer. Incredible. And she has a fu- yeah, yeah, she has a fucking old thing on Incredible. Facebook, and she's like, "Well, you know, and this is my impression of her." Right, of course, I went and I asked the nurse why we needed this booster, and she told me, and I was like, "Well, you know, that goes against my thing." And and so then on their comments, the nurse is like, "You know, I think you forgot we're friends here, and that that's not what happened." And all I can say is that your son left with oh, and she's like, and I double check on everything I'm commenting here, and none of it is violating neither the company's practices nor HIPAA violations. But out of respect to you, the only thing I will say is that your son left with a, a happy face sticker and a lollipop for being such a good boy. So she went and vaccined them, of course, and then still had to fucking right. virtue signal. Yeah, yeah, which is it? Which lets me to oh shit, this is all threading, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a great <laughs> Dax Shepard. I don't know who the fuck Dax Shepard is. Dax Shepard is a little. Fuck face that was in uh, the TV show Punked with uh, Ashton oh, Catcher. Okay, back in there, okay. back in not Catcher, 
He probably has caught before. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking. Of the, I'm just assuming. I was thinking of the Pokemon trainer, Ash Ketchum. My bad. Oh, 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 that's right. Good save. Good save, buddy. That fumble was picked up quickly and swiftly. <laughs> to a game, a half a yard, but a game nonetheless. Please stop. You're gonna get away from this football now. You're doing well. I know. You're Ricky, doing well. Ricky's, Ricky's head's blowing well. up right now. <laughs> but stop. Stop now. Stop now. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm like home run. <laughs> So anyway, Max Shepard is married to Kristen Bell, which is one. The Twilight. Uh, uh, maybe. Okay. I know her from rom-com movies and shit. But Max uh, Shepard was in, in the show Punked with Ashton Kutcher. Okay. And he's done some yeah. other movies since then. He did the reboot of the show Parenthood. It's a famous dude. But he's, all, he's got a podcast that's kind of famous, right? Now okay. it's famous because he's famous and because he's married yeah, to yeah, a yeah. super famous chick. It's one of America's sweethearts. But anyway, it's called uh, Armchair uh, Quarterback or Armchair something. Okay. And, and so, uh, and it's it's got a big following. But he's one of those fucking guys that's always talking about his sobriety and sober this and sober that. Good for that. him. And I used to be a fuck up and now I'm sober and sober this. Well, it turns out. He's been a fuck up? He's been yes. a fuck up before. So out of his he's 16, still doing, this he's is what I read today. This is what I read oh, today. No. And, 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 you know. 16 years of alleged sobriety. Oh, no. He's pulling an Andy Dick. Eight years ago, though, he had a motorcycle accident. And in Hollywood, of course, when you have a motorcycle accident, you talk to your Hollywood sponsor. And what does your Hollywood sponsor tell you? You know what, buddy? Take the painkillers, but give them to your wife. Have her administer them. And that's not how sobriety works. It's not how sponsors work. And no one dies from pain. Okay. It's a pussy's way out. You can you can live with pain. So if you're an addict and you're already fucked up, maybe that's part of your addict fucking punishment, but you don't find a justification to take the pills. Anyway, so that was eight years ago. At that time, the wife tells him, well, I don't see this as a dent on your sobriety because you're taking it as prescribed. Once again, what would Dr. Drew say? I would love for him to have Dr. Drew in his fucking commercial. See if he had had integrity to goddamn tell him this is bullshit because this is what this is. So eight years of dabbling. Right? Then at some point, of course, he fucked up. This year, he had a motorcycle accident earlier in the year. Bro, how many motorcycle accidents do you have to have to stop riding a motorcycle? Oh, he's like a sand dune guy and like a motorcycle desert type of motherfucker. How many though? Yeah, no. no. I mean, how many? for me, zero. I had one. How many times has Steve Cabarello broke a fucking <laughs> bone? Well, yeah, but he crazy. <laughs> He crazy. He crazy. He crazy. How many times has he gone to rehab? He's got like a freaking flyers rehab for physical therapy. Yeah. And he's a Christian. So with all the respect, I would not doubt that he also went to rehab. I was speaking physical rehab. Oh, I was oh, talking about like well, rehab. I know Christian. Yeah. So there's a lot of it's a lot of addiction in skateboarding. Well, of course there is. And therefore now that they're in their fifties, yeah. there's a lot of Christ oh. up in it. Jesus. Jesus saves, you know. Jesus <laughs> but in Zach Shepard's, Shepard's case, he did not so, find the Christos. Like a month ago or so, he had like a whole thing about his fucking 16 years sober. Now, mind you, this already happened eight years ago, the thing where he started like taking painkillers in there because of the accident. So 16 years sober, the daughter makes him a little drawing about, ah, I'm so proud of you and you're 16 years and all this bullshit. Just had he's been taking oxygen. It was high that day. Now, this is what I'm talking about. That's These incredible. guys have a huge audience. Yeah. You know? It's just lying. A huge audience. And, and and listen, you don't have to talk about addiction, but you go there though, because it's profitable, right? Yes, yeah, no, absolutely. It is. it is. It's brain building. You could just shut your fucking mouth and have your podcast about whatever and have it work just because you're a celebrity, but that's not enough. You have to take the low road and fucking 
touted. Well, they're know? probably being told to do that, right? By a publicist. Well, no, by he started his own podcast himself. Uh, it's at his house. Oh. It's on his couch. I yeah, mean, but you don't I think he has like an agent or like a publicist that's told him not until they're successful. Yeah, I guess. If there's no money, do, do you think that fucking if Terry Crews starts a rock band, there's an agent for it? That's just Terry Crews playing music in his fucking basement, dude. Yeah. That someone has to know that they can make money off your shit to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I guess it's true. You know, I, like, I don't think, uh, I don't think Brendan Schaub has a fucking literary agent, for instance. Ain't nobody trying to get him to write a. Well, he can't read a book. Let alone write a book. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I mean no disrespect. No, I mean, but I'm just being read. real. I'm just not. Be, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, hey listen, who's my Bentley guy? I don't have a Bentley guy. <laughs> like, it's the same fucking shit. <laughs> oh wait, wait. Oh no, no. But I gotta be Dax Shepard. Be like, oh, I'll give you my number. You need a Bentley guy? Yeah. Like, hold on, I have three. Like, fuck you. Be a man. Be a goddamn man. And I know you got surgery on your face because you look like a saw puppet. Anyway. <laughs> so now that you've done ranted about this man who I do not know. <laughs> I think you know him if you I saw don't. Him. Nah. Don't. Well, good. Don't, don't even Google I'm not him. going to. It worth it. I'm not going to. Me and yeah. neither any of our four listeners are going to look at him. I disagree with that. <laughs> I know Ricky knows his tax <laughs> Yeah, but if they don't know, they're not going to Google it. Nah, probably not. <laughs> no, not probably not. For sure not. Kristen Bell's pretty famous, though, because she did the Frozen movies, I think. I think you're thinking of Twilight again. No, nah, man. <laughs> that's Kristen. That's a, yeah, I know what you're thinking about now. No. No, Kristen Dunst. That is, was Kristen Stewart. No, that's from Spider-Man. No, that's Kristen Dunst. Oh, shit. <laughs> Kristen. Kristen Stewart's Twilight. Kristen Dunst is the other one. Who's and this one that you're talking about? Kristen Bell. She's on the Samsung commercials. Are you sure she's on Twilight? 100%. <laughs> she's a little too old for her. She's like at least my age. Okay. Is but, she also Mormon like you? Maybe. Scientology, probably. If you had to be a Mormon or a Scientologist, what would you be? I'm Mormon. <laughs> I'm Mormon. Are you crazy, dude? You crazy? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Nah, nah. I think, listen, I think Scientologists have a little sugar in the tank with all the respect. <laughs> I'm not into that. <laughs> that's not my jam. But anywho. So, yeah, man. That, that's. Oh, Frank Mir. Bare knuckle. He's signed. in the bare knuckle. He signed with bare knuckle fighting. fighting. Yeah, so now we have exciting. Paige, Frank yeah. Mir. I'm telling you, we need to get Diego. some. Diego. Dude, this Diego. roster this roster could be Diego. juicy because you have Tiago Alves there now. Diego. If Phil Baroni can stop drinking, evidently he, he could be there. Uh, you got Lombard. <laughs> Why you got this merch's name? You got Artem. You got Jason Knight. There's some good fighters, yeah. man. I'm excited for it. I'm excited. I know there's a card coming up in October, so that's going to be tremendous. Spooky Halloween. Yeah, it's going to be good. Halloween's canceled this year, I feel like. It is my house. I, mean, I feel like it should be canceled everywhere. In this town, going downtown or out for Halloween? It has to be. You should it not. It has to be. Don't, no, do I mean, it's, do, it's not a good idea. It's not. I'm not trying to go to no Halloween parties. I'm not trying to go trick-or-treating. I'm not trying no. to go out. Nah, nah. I'm staying mean, home. My curtains are yeah, yeah. being I mean, drawn. I'm, I'm lighting I'm some kinda, sage. I'm, I'm, I'm praying to the Lord. The governor's gonna have some kind of ordinances that they're gonna. I know California did. What are they? Well, yeah, but I mean that fucking guy. Well, I mean he also outlawed what gas cars by 2035. And today I saw another one too. Uh, what the fuck did he do? Something with transgender? Oh, transgender people can go in 20. 20- Bathroom? Bathroom or 
something like that. No, with the prisons, bro. Yeah, something to do with interesting. The yeah, they can they can get assigned to a, uh, uh, a prison of their preferred gender. Preferred gender. Identi- That's identified what it is. Gender. Yes. Interesting. So let's just wait for the horrible murderings I feel like that will happen. I feel like prisons should be separated by sex, not gender. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I, fuck, man. I don't know. I don't know what that guy's That's, doing yeah. because I, I, I don't know that many wealthy people that are gonna stay in that fucking state. Clearly, I mean, a lot of them are. Mo- I mean, I guess not a lot, but well, we there's no movies. Names. There's no movies, right? And they're killing tech. And taxation is ridiculous. And the fucking Yeah, and I've been reading articles how like different areas like in Arizona and North Carolina are all kind of being little tech startup areas yep. where Nashville because it's a lot cheaper and more yep. it makes a lot more sense to live in than yep. LA. Yeah. So we'll see we'll see what they're gonna do because that's that's what always made it valid. I mean it's, there's beautiful parts yeah. to it, but yeah. it's a lot of work they need to fucking do over there. Finish uh married at first sight season nine. About halfway through season 10. Oh, tremendous. tremendous. <laughs> uh, finished season one of Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is incredible. It's legit, right? It's so good. It's it should good. be required watching for all people in the I world. Know. I know. Uh, yeah. So I should marry it at first sight. But that's see, like a warning. But see, that's sort of like, think about the disingenuous of that, right? How many of the people that are loving Cobra Kai secretly in their personal life and their social media life are against some of the things that are celebrated in... Oh, totally. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I mean, the fucking... Sensei Johnny calls Miguel a pussy, for Christ's sake. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) That's still allowed. I was like, yes! (laughs) That's right, don't be a bitch! Hey, don't you have some fucking poison or something? (laughs) Uh, Yes! That line was so good. (laughs) Metallica! The haters rule, right? And I love that dude with the beard. The fucking fat dude from the Home Depot. I'm on season two. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm not there. Oh, I feel jealous. My favorite line of the show so far has been when Miguel's like, Sensei Johnny, when am I going to start learning how to kick? Kicking seems badass. And he's like, no shit. Kicking is badass. (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid, but it's so good. Uh, It's fucking good, uh, man. It's a great show. Yeah, I'll be watching it. I'm like fucking standing up doing karate. It's it's good. (laughs) It's good. It's good. It's good. I got my katas good down. It's fucking good. I love that show. It's one of those cool things that I can put on, and my my son will just sit down and watch it like we're in the sauna the other day, and we're watching Cobra Kai. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, man. Cobra Kai is a great show. Good stuff. Good stuff. Great show. I watched also. uh, I watched two documentaries this week that were fucking good. So one of them is on a guitar player, Jeff Beck, which is on Amazon Prime, and that was fucking amazing. But uh, I watched another one that is also a music one, but it's kind of weird because it's a I know something's good when I don't care about the subject matter, but yet it's, it's a intriguing. Documentary. Yeah, yeah. So this one's on the a guitar player for Corn, the band. Corn. Oh yeah, yeah. His name is uh, Brian Head something. Uh, uh, you being a Mormon, not a fan of Corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a Christian now. He's a Christian. Well, hold on. But, uh, Mormons are different from Christians, so. Brother Christ is involved, I think. In both not them. really. Not in the Mormonism. I mean, he's there, but not really. They kind of throw him to the side. No, 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 no they, they do. Fucks with Christ. I mean, they fucks with him, but it's not like. <laughs> but Christ isn't like the Messiah in Mormonism the way it is in Catholicism. No, I mean, yeah, I know I you're the Mormon here, but let me tell you your own faith. Okay, he's he's not. He's just kind of one of the dudes. He's just another prophet. So they they believe the little thief more. 
Yeah, the little thief has much that's more. A, that's their guy. Yeah, your guy. That's they your do. guy. That's they do. Justice Smith, your yeah. guy. The guy that the guy that was the only one that could read the rules. Yeah, that yeah. Dude. the guy who yeah. tried to translate hieroglyphics, and we have that his translations, and they just they don't make any sense. They make no sense. Yeah, but we oh oh that. the guy who created the first transcript had it stolen by one of the wives, and he had to make a new one that was a little bit different because he couldn't remember exactly. Yeah, that guy. Your guy, Joseph yeah, Smith. Yeah. Okay, Your guy. Yeah, JS. Yeah, that's what I call <laughs> The old JC and JS. Shit. What the fuck were we talking about? How you're a devout Mormon. I'm not a devout You Mormon. are so devout. I'm not a devout You're planning Mormon. a South American uh, building this, home this, trip mission this right now. It's never going to go anywhere. No, it is because one day we're going to crowdfund you. The money to send you to Peru so you can build some homes. is going to put you in jail for fraud, little man. <laughs> no, Speaking of fraud. No, because we're going to send Speaking you. Speaking of fraud we're gonna and crowdfunding. Did you see about Brian Callen? No. So, one of the women that accused Brian Callen of, the one that specifically accused him of rape. I thought it was only the one. Well, there's four inappropriate things. One straight out rape. <laughs> okay. The straight out rape one. She's married to some other snowflake motherfucker who wasn't even around back then or anything. But now that guy's been calling. He's the one that got Brian basically fired because he called CAA and he called uh, the studio and he made a stink basically so that they would cut ties with him. He's been calling comedy clubs wherever Brian says he's going to fucking perform. perform. He calls the comedy clubs. He calls them out on Twitter. This is incredible. So Brian Callen sued his ass last week. Holy shit. So Homeboy started a GoFundMe to fight the charges. And Homeboy is not as popular as Brian Callen on the internet, no, I assume. Well, no, well, not only that, but you know Brian Callen's got his daddy's money, too. So it's I not did just, not know that. Oh, yeah. Brian Callen's dad's rich. Where's Who's Brian Callen's dad? They, rich enough where he's not allowed to say how or why. He worked for the government in some kind of defense contracting or something. That's why whenever you hear... It's not like Brian Callen is like a pseudo-intellectual. all over the the place and in the Middle East and Afghanistan. Went to boarding schools and private schools and that kind of shit. Yeah, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. But that guy started GoFundMe and it's all like, oh, well, incredible. It's interesting. Incredible. It's interesting. But yeah. I saw I saw that and I was just like, Jesus, this is just getting worse and worse. I mean, I don't know what you could do or what you should do, but that seems like maybe don't do that. I have a random question. Do you think population would be better off if they watch more Alex Jones? <laughs> I don't think there's any difference between what they're watching and Alex Jones. Like, I personally don't see CNN and Fox to have any difference to Alex Jones. Uh, they're probably equally as right. Yeah, I mean, I don't see... I, yeah. and, and and like a lot of crazy people like Alex Jones, the problem is that <laughs> it's like that Sunny episode. <laughs> they are right sometimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Conspiracy theories have proven to be right. Yeah. Things that people used to call other people crazy for years. Well, like, right, I mean, we have the CIA mind-controlling Charles Manson. Fact. Fact. And, and Kaczynski <laughs> and Operation Northwood and, and you know... There's a lot of shit that's crappy and creepy, man. So as long as yeah. you have that, then, yeah. you know, like, I mean, I don't know that people are lizards, but I they guess might they be. could be. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I know that they're not. But I know, I know we're not lizards. <laughs> I know some of them look like lizards. You know what I mean? Like, 
I see the resemblance. <laughs> uh, so, the Queen of England. She's Go. old. That's just mean. She's old. Well, no. See, I've been listening to the conspiracy theory uh, podcast Who? that. Uh, uh, well, Brian Callan and Sam Tripoli. Yes, bro. You got you. Uh, you, you can't. I'm on the Patriot. Dog, dog, dog. I'm on the Patriot. That's like saying you're on. I feel like Sam Tripoli is basically in Alex Jones' light. A little bit. Not a little bit. A little bit. Not a little bit. A lot of bit. A little bit. But here's the thing. The reason I like the podcast is because Callan is the anti-conspiracy. He's famously mm-hmm. gotten into arguments with Eddie Bravo and all that shit. And yeah. Callan is a history major from a good school. So he does know a lot of shit. Well, Sam Tripoli has been fucking shaking he been shaking. Sounds like head. you got to share your Patreon login with me so <laughs> I can listen to this. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, I'm dog. not saying it's top notch, but it's not yeah. bottom notch. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, let's say I haven't gotten down to Chael Sonnen's podcast in a while. Chael's great. Yeah, How dare you the besmirch. podcast itself, the quality. And, Whoa, and, and I mean, there's sometimes like fucking, when he starts talking about wrestling, I just, I can't do it. <laughs> That, that shit happened to me the other day with uh, Brendan Shabby at fucking Mark Sanchez on there and somebody else. And then just started talking football. And I was like, no one wants to listen to this. I know that for a fact. Mark Sanchez is like the butt fumbler guy from the New York Jets, the former quarterback? Yes, yes. That dude. Former UCLA or... Uh, I'm coming to you not as just as your brother, but as your friend. You got to stop listening to Big Brown, dude. <laughs> no, I, I find it interesting. I mean, not interesting. I'm used... <sighs> Plus the other people that are on the show, I like a lot of them, like the comedians and shit. It's pretty funny. Well, I mean, it's not like I'm thinking I'm getting quality out of it. <laughs> Listen, some movies are The Godfather, some movies are Matthew Mac, Frost and Yosef. Please stop. Please stop. I think that's it. I think with that, we should crumb our frosting and get out of here. Let's frost our crumbs separately. You're disgusting. <laughs> oh shit cool well with that right we're done you, you got anything else no nothing that's good. Man. Mm. I mean like I said catching up with well, everything else and-, and with that that is either episode 10 episode 11 of the children of the beast uh, follow the show uh, wait not follow the show find the show find it find it on- follow it soon yeah, sure, whatever. Soon. Find it on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Look up Children of the Beast Podcast. It's important to put that podcast there at the end. Leave a review, like and subscribe, leave a comment, do all the things. You can follow me at Andrew underscore the hut on Instagram and Twitter. Carlos is at 1980Wolfchild. The other way, Wolfchild1980. At Wolfchild1980. Um, and yeah, that's it. Cool, cool. Go draw a pentagram somewhere in a school playground. Maybe not school playground. That seems like that would probably get you on some list. On a church? Go 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 trigger somebody. Go that's, trigger someone. Go buy a gun. Go get protected. No, find somebody and just trigger them. That's it. Just trigger somebody. Don't trigger the gun, but find a gun for home protection if you don't have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean trigger trigger their emotions is what I mean. Trigger somebody's emotions. Make them grow. Make them what? Make them grow. Oh, I thought you said cry. Make him well, cry. That too. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he cries or grows. Okay, we're done. Fuck this. Bye. <laughs>